0: When Jesus was born, it was likely a tough year. Herod was the king over Israel, and while he had not yet committed his mass murder of infants and toddlers, such a heart still dwelled within him, the man who was king over Israel. Couldn't have been great with Herod as the monarch. Rome also still ruled over Israel with their taxes and their contempt for the people of Israel. Darkness was everywhere. And into that darkness came the light of Jesus. With all of the bad that went on back then, we still hear this story of a single baby being born. We're told that on the night of Jesus' birth, Mary pondered what it meant that Jesus was the Messiah, the Lord. And then John, in his gospel, seeks to answer those questions. Jesus brought light into being. And that life is the light for all people. As Jesus came among us, the true light was coming into the world, full of grace and truth. The light of Jesus shone in the darkness of the world, and the darkness did not overcome it. Plenty of darkness when Jesus was born, plenty of darkness after Jesus was born. Less well, than two years after he was born, King Herod went on his killing spree, murdering infants and toddlers. And so Mary and Joseph had to free, flee Israel and go to Egypt. Not an easy trip with a toddler. Less so when you're fleeing the threat of death. And then as word came that Herod had been successful in his mass killing of infants and toddlers, Mary and Joseph knew it was because he had wanted to kill Jesus. Those deaths must have pierced their souls. They knew some of the children Herod had killed, knew their parents. Jesus had been playing with some of them. Would have grown up together. The darkness began to overwhelm. Mary and Joseph. Then they looked at Jesus and they saw the light of God piercing the darkness of the world. They saw how special He was, saw God's grace and truth already manifest in Him. They looked at Jesus and knew that it was all worth it and that all would be well even for the slaughtered innocents. The light shone in the darkness, and the darkness did not overcome it. By all accounts, it's been a tough year for a lot of folks this past year, too. We haven't had state-sanctioned mass killings, but we have had plenty of mass killings. The economy declined in in Texas with the decline of oil prices, we're still involved in multiple wars in the Middle East, and our politicians and presidential candidates sound less like statesmen and more like middle schoolers arguing in the lunchroom. No offense intended to our middle schoolers. Many of these politicians seem to want to use darkness to increase people's fears. Vote for them as the solution to the darkness. There's certainly more than enough darkness to be overcome. But we look not to our politicians, or anyone else for that matter. We look to Jesus. We look to Jesus and we see his light full of grace and truth, and the darkness of the world recedes. We don't ignore or tune out the problems of our lives for the problems of our world when we look to Jesus. Instead, we get a lamp filled with His light so we can make our way through the darkness without shame or fear. The thing about darkness is it seems oppressive and vast, threatening to drown everyone in his own flood. Darkness seems that way, but it's held back and cast out by even the smallest light. We carry the light of Jesus with us to light our way through the darkness. And we carry the light of Jesus to light the way for others. The thing about light is darkness does not extinguish the light. There may be far greater darkness than light, but no matter how vast the darkness, it cannot extinguish the light. Only neglect can do that. Fires don't go out because it becomes too dark around the fire. Fires go out when they are left untended. Darkness does not extinguish the light of Jesus in our lives or in the world. Only our neglect of our faith can dim the light of the gospel in the lamps that we carry. When we neglect the gospel, then the light of Jesus dims within us. When we neglect our faith, then the light of Jesus dims within us. When we neglect spending time in the presence of God, dwelling in His love and hope and peace, then the light of Jesus dims within us. When the light of Jesus dims within us, then the light of Jesus dims within the world. On Christmas Eve, I said that, like Mary, we are God-bearers. Bringing the story of Jesus with us, bringing our faith in Jesus with us to share with others. There are so many who need to hear the story, who need witness to Jesus and faith in Jesus, and we are meant to be God bearers for them. We're also meant to be light bearers, carrying with us the light of Jesus to shine in the darkness for others. To do this, we have to tend to the flames. If we neglect the fire of the gospel, then it will start to, it will still burn within us. But it will begin to dim. Possibly become too dim for people even to notice. And people need to notice. With the darkness in the world, people need the light of Jesus. And we need the light of Jesus. And what is the light of Jesus? the grace and truth, which the darkness cannot overcome? Is it the way of choosing vulnerability over power? Is it the way of choosing love over anger and pride? Is it the way of choosing forgiveness and reconciliation over righteousness and revenge? Is it the way of walking and dwelling with God? These are the ways of Jesus. These are the way of the light. Jesus showed us a new way of being, but he did not come to give us a new law, new rules to follow. The light of Jesus is simply Jesus. The light of Jesus is not only a way, but a person. The word of God, which spoke creation into existence, The Word of God, which became human, uniting us all forever to God in perfect unity. God became human in Jesus, showing us what it is to be truly and fully human. And the light of Jesus burns within us, within our true humanity. Though there is darkness within us, that darkness cannot overcome it. Amen.